doors, bolt your windows, and turn off the lights. Welcome to Michael Myers Minute, where I delve into the 1978 horror classic Halloween one minute at a time. I'm your host, Robert Black. talked before about how I write notes for this show. I began with this shooting script, 80 pages in length, and I have copied and pasted bits from the novelization, from other outside sources like Carol Clover's Men, Women, and Chainsaws, more recently the script and novelization of Halloween 2, poetry, song lyrics, IMDb goofs, and I added my own moment-by-moment breakdowns, my commentary and theory and what have you. The file is... As I finish my notes for this final minute of Halloween, 436 pages long. More than five pages for each of the original script pages. It has been fun. It has been miserable. Huh. It has, or is about to, come to an end. We are in the end titles. The first credit in this minute, really just 56 seconds by the way, music performed by the Bowling Green Philharmonic Orchestra. This is really just John Carpenter himself. Carpenter grew up in Bowling Green, Kentucky. We get a song credit for Don't Fear the Reaper. We get movie credits for The Thing and for Big Planet. Filmed in Panavision, Metro Color, Titles and Opticals. The screen is black by second 40. The music continues and fades. And the minute ends. That is not all for Michael Myers. But so much of his story has been retroactively erased by the latest installment in the franchise. Carpenter didn't want to do a sequel back in 1978. While I began this podcast imagining a trip through the entire franchise, right now I don't feel like doing even a sequel. And certainly not the 2018 retcon. Maybe in the next three years I will change my mind. In the meantime, let us drift into Halloween 2 for a moment. After Loomis shouts his inanity, you don't know what death is, the music kicks in, Halloween 2, minute 5, second 8, as Loomis turns away from Mr. Martinson, a.k.a. Man in Pajamas, played by Howard Culver, and runs away like a fool, we fade into the opening titles. But the script offers us more of Michael, the sequence we eventually get sort of in minute 8, Michael stumbling around the neighborhood. Exterior, alley, house, street, subjective POV, panaglide, night. Camera panaglides down a small alley through someone's POV, moving fast, running. We hear a breathing sound, a gasping breath muffled against a rubber mask. Hurtling down the alley, suddenly a black dog leaps out of the darkness straight at the camera, growling, baring its teeth, but restrained by a long cord tethered around its neck. A porch light goes on, a back door opens, a man comes out and yells at his dog. Man, Ralph, shut up! The POV turns and runs away, down the alley, past trash cans and garage doors, around a corner to the side of a house. 
the POV stops, then moves forward again slowly, up to the edge of the front porch. We see a street, trees wishing in the wind, leaves blowing, a group of children trick-or-treating, which, interjecting here, since it's around 11 p.m., this is weird. Escorted by two older women, walk jauntily away down a sidewalk, giggling and singing. Then the POV watches a figure come out of the shadows. It is Loomis. The POV pulls back slightly, hiding behind some bushes. A pair of headlights swings around and hits Loomis. A highway patrol car screeches to a stop. Sheriff Lee Brackett gets out. He carries a shotgun. Loomis moves over to him. Off-screen, five-year-old Robert Black stands on the front porch of the house to the right watching this action, and if his love affair with movies wasn't already in place, this certainly helped. Loomis. I shot him six times! Brackett points to Loomis's gun. That thing would have blown him in two. Loomis. I fired into his heart. He wouldn't die! Brackett looks at Loomis for a beat, then both men glance up and down the street and move for the patrol car. Brackett. He can't have gotten too far. They get in and the patrol car roars away down the street. The siren fades to a distant wail. Drift out of the Carpenter Hill shooting script for a moment as Brackett gets on the radio and calls for backup. POV shot pulls back from the bushes, back to the house, for a moment into black. Then the POV swings up to a window, moves closer, peers inside. Through the blowing curtains we see a man watching TV, a black and white movie is on. Night of the Living Dead. The scene at the front porch, the hero lights a Molotov cocktail and tosses it at the ghouls. They recoil from the flames. The POV moves from the window, along the side of the house, to a large kitchen window, which is open. Slowly, carefully, the POV looks inside. Drift out of the shooting script again, as new sirens are heard, and they are getting louder. Mrs. Elrod is standing over a butcher block, making a sandwich. She slices some ham with a large butcher knife. Then she goes over to the refrigerator takes out a large jar of mayonnaise. Mrs. Elrod. Harold, you want mayonnaise on your sandwich? No response. She goes back to the counter and begins slathering mayo all over the sandwich. Drifting. The sirens are close. Mrs. Elrod, hesitantly. What about mustard? Still no response. Drift away as Mrs. Elrod gets curious and goes to the window. The same window where our POV just was. Cut to exterior Elrod house night. The shape is there, looking all too human, wounded, bleeding. He leans against the house just to the side of the kitchen window. The sirens are almost all we can hear now. A gust of wind blows through the trees overhead. Then the wind dies. The shape staggers and falls to one knee. He looks around as if panicked. As he falls forward onto the ground, a lone flashlight finds him. Fade to black as we hear approaching police. It could be worse. While an opening set in 1978 showing how Michael was captured turned out to not be worth the expense for the retcon remake sequel thing last year, one early draft of the script was not only going to erase the rest of the franchise, but reshoot the ending of the original. I have yet to see an actual text of the details, but have seen confirmation of the basics. Loomis shoots Michael once, Michael comes at Loomis and pins him to the wall. Loomis drops the gun, Lori picks it up and shoots Michael with the other five bullets. (sighs) though they probably would have screwed that up and had six or seven or all the bullets in the world, because who fucking cares, right? That version would have been even more expensive than the capture sequence I read about somewhere. But never mind the new film. 
that I don't like. Never mind the films I do like. Right now, on Michael Myers Minute, there is only this film. Here in this film, we are left with Michael loosed into Haddonfield. Michael Audrey Myers. The Shape. The Boogeyman. Force of Nature. Agent of Fate. Whatever he is, he is out there. That is all for Halloween. Michael Myers Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Stalk me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Robert E.G. Black to see what's up next. Until next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.